Fontanato. Bobby Orr behind the net to Sanderson. To Orr! Bobby Orr! Scores in the Boston Bruins! And Orr with Stanley Cup! And Bork with it now. Fires! Scores! Ray Bork off the faceoff! Drill it by Bratheon to make it 3-2. Quig Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, scores! The Bruins knock out the three What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of Dump and Change Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Galveo, as always, and just chilling here on a Tuesday night, um, recording episode 10, uh, dialed into some NHL hockey right now. Um, we've got a good Detroit-St. Louis game uh, going on now, as well as the uh, Leafs and Rangers in a good battle. So we got some good hockey on tonight. Uh, can't go wrong with that. Um so yeah, just uh, enjoying a nice uh, slate of Tuesday hockey. So um, let's get into the Bruins here. Um, you know, as we do every week, um, got a couple of games to go over um, and then some big games coming up this week. Um, as you know, as you're listening today, um, we will have a game against the Devils uh, and Jack Hughes. So a big one coming up uh, on Wednesday night uh, for the Bruins. And a couple of big games this weekend as well. So uh, let's get a cracking. Uh, we got um, the game from last Thursday uh, from where we left off against the Sabres. Uh, you know, a, a big game against them com- coming off a big win against uh, Columbus, um, you know, the Sunday prior. So, um, you know, this is a, a a big division game for the Bruins as as they all are. Um, you know, any t- anytime you're playing against a team, um, you know, in the Atlantic, um, you know, it's always a big one. And uh, we had one against the Sabres, especially after the ass kicking that you uh, that we handed them a, f- a couple weeks prior um, in Buffalo. Uh, you know, they were going to be they were going to be coming. They were going to be ready to go. Um, and they certainly were from the jump. Um, Matt Patra was uh, a healthy scratch in this one. Um, it's his first healthy scratch of the season. Um, you know, they had done it a couple of weeks back with, um, they had done it a couple of weeks back with, uh, you know, with Beecher, uh, you know, Beecher was, uh, you know, he, he had been healthy scratched after that dad's trip. Um, you know, and now, uh, you know, they had Patra, um, against the Sabres, uh, you know, there's been a lot of different things with, with Matt Patra with, um, you know, being benched in, in the third periods of tight games, um, you know, I know Montgomery's, um, you know, he, he's mentioned that, you know, he's just trying to put out the guys, uh, you know, that he believes, uh, you know, can win him games and, and can help close out games, which, you know, the Bruins have had a lot of question marks when being able to close out games and, uh, you know, late leads that they've had, you know, a lot of the losses that they've had this season are due to, um, you know, not being able to to close out these tight games, um, you know, especially late in these third periods with, you know, under five minutes to go. And um, a lot of the times it's with, it's with under a minute to go. 
Um, when you're up a goal, you know, you're up a goal or two and you, you let teams back, back into it. So, um, the Bruins have struggled in that area. So, uh, when you look at it from, I, I understand where Montgomery's coming from, where you want to put the guys that have been there before in the, in, in your veteran guys. But the fact of the matter is those guys have been beat, you know, uh, at times this year. Um, and like I said, a lot of those losses are, are, are with those guys on the ice. Um, you know, so the fact that he's trying to limit Potra's minutes in the third period, especially late. I mean, I'd like to give the kid a chance. You know, I think he's played really well. Um, you know, offensively struggled a little bit uh, as of late, but this is a kid that, you know, ha has played well defensively. Um, you know, that that's not one of those things where it's, you know, where he's lacked or, where he's shown that he's vulnerable defensively, um, you know, or he can't play that defensive game uh, in the NHL. I think, uh, you know, he's done a pretty good job as of late, uh, you know, and at, at the season as a whole, I, I think he's done a, a very good job, um, you know, defensively. So I, I'd like to see uh, Montgomery give him a little bit of a, a longer leash um, as far as, um, you know, it, late in, in, in games, uh, you know, specifically in the third period, let him play. Um, you know, th th this is you, you've built up, you know, a, a pretty good, you built up a, a lot of points so far this year. Um, you look like you're well on your way to a, uh, you know, to a playoff, um, to a playoff berth. Um, so honestly, at this point, I, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, allowing, Potra to grow as a player and, and allow him to be in those situations where, you know, they have leads late um, and he feel, you know, one thing I think is you want to make him feel, you want to make him feel comfortable in those situations where, um, you know, you, you've seen time and time again, you know, God forbid, but injuries happen. Um, you know, it, you, there may be a time where you need him to step up in those roles defensively, um, you know, and, and being able to feel comfortable that, you know, Hey, I can come out here and I can help close a game out, um, you know, with a lead late in games, you know, that's important, especially in the playoffs. Um, you, you know, you're going to need him to feel comfortable in those situations. So on one hand, I understand where Montgomery's coming from is you want to win games. You know, that's the, like he said, it's the business that we're in. We're in to win games and I I'm all on board for that. But at the same time, you know, I, I would like to see him give, um, you know, some of that uh, opportunity to Patra to see what he can do. And listen, if he if he falls on his face, which I don't think he will, but, you know, if he doesn't go to if he doesn't, you know, have if he doesn't play well in those situations, then, hey, you can shorten the bench, um, you know, when you come into those situations. But all in all, just to finish that thought. Um, you know, I'd like to see Potter get those minutes, um, you know, in the third period, um, especially late and, you know, see what he can do there. Um, I, I think he can excel. So the only way to really find out is if you put him in those situations, but, um, anyway, he was a healthy scratch against Buffalo, um, which maybe they could have used him because it was not a great start, um, in that game. Uh, not only the start, but overall. Um, you know, very sloppy game. It 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 always it, it seemed like the Bruins were playing catch up the entire time, and they weren't able to really um, you know establish their game at all. Um, you know, the the Sabers came out hot, and 
Um, you know, I know they're a team that hasn't really played well at all this season, and they had some high expectations coming into this year, you know, with Devin Levi in net, um, you know, a good young goalie, uh, uh, you know, that's going to come in. And, and I, he established himself last year. He, he came in and, and played well uh, when he when he came over from Northeastern. Um, and then, you know, they had a lot of, you know, they got a lot of, um, you know, different players. <laughs> they got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talent on that team. You know, they got guys like Al, uh, Alex Tuck, Jeff Skinner, um, Casey Middlestat, um, oh, Victor Olofsson, you know, uh, Dylan Cousins. You know, they get they got a good, uh, they got a young team mixed with, uh, you know, a couple veterans in there. And, uh, you know, they, they have a team that can make a little bit of noise. Um, so when you give them the opportunity and you play flat like you did, like the Bruins, you know, the, the Sabres can play. Um, you know, don't be fooled by, uh, you know, their record and, and the way things are going for them this season. Uh, you know, they can certainly play. They got talent and, and they can make you pay if you come out flat like that. So um, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I would have liked to see uh, the Bruins come out with a little bit more authority. Um, you know, I thought, um, you know, a lot of the times, you know, when you look at um, the way the Bruins have come out in certain games, especially in big spots, um, you know, a couple of games, you know, you, you've seen some games here or there where they've come out flat and, uh, you know, you'd like to see them, uh, you know, uh, you know, play with some passion, play with some fire, especially in a game like this, a division game, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, come out flat and then you, you lose two points or you lose even a point. Um, you know, taking points in division games, whether it's two or one is, uh, obviously you prefer to, but if you can squeeze out a point, um, you know, you'd like to do that. So, um, it's just one of those things where I, you know, again, I, I would have liked to see the Bruins come out with a little bit more, uh, with a little bit more, uh, you know, pep, a little bit more fire in their step. And, um, they really didn't do that. You know, Buffalo came out and they outshot them 19 to five in the first period. Um, they were pretty much all over the Bruins in their end. Uh, you saw a lot of Linus Allmark, um, but he made 19 saves in that first period. Uh, listen, if it wasn't for Allmark, this game could have been way worse. I mean, uh, the the opportunities that uh, Buffalo was given, um, way too many, way too many. Um, and it's a lot of it is due to, you know, lackluster defensively, not being hard on the pucks, being able to get pucks out of your own end. Um a lot of the times when the Bruins have played poorly um, this season, it, it's a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same things that we've seen from this team. It's, you know, uh, it's, you know, carelessness with the puck, not being able to get it out of your own end, um, you know, being able to clear the puck, um, you know, being hard on pucks, um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of, like I said, it's a lot of the same things that we've seen, from the Bruins, it's been a consistent theme in the games that they've played poorly in. So listen, I mean, you'd like to see them play a little bit better um, in these situations, but this is what, you know, they came out flat and and that was pretty much it. They couldn't really uh, get anything going uh, after, um, you know, Buffalo came out uh, swinging. They didn't get anything in the first, but uh, they get an early goal in the second period, uh, put them up one, nothing. And then, uh, Tage Thompson later on in that period makes it two nothing on a hell of a one time shot. Uh, you know when he uh, he was I think in he was in that bumper position and uh, just got a pass all uh, just got a pass all mark and um, you know 
it's things like that are going to happen. It, it was a turnover defensively, and boom, it happens in the back of your net, and uh, and now you're down two nothing. Um, the Bruins, you know, they they pushed a little bit here, and you got a goal from Marshawn. Uh, you know, shortly after, uh, you know, less than a minute after that Thompson goal, Marshawn comes up with a goal, and I thought everything was going to change. It was late, you know, there it was late in that second period. Uh, they were about to head into the intermission, and um, you know, you got a big goal from Brad Marshawn, your captain. It was his fourth straight goal. Um, you know, coming off the hat trick against Columbus, and um, you know, I, I thought from that when I was you know watching the game, you think. Hey, there, you know, this is an opportunity where I think they can really, uh, you know, they were only down two one at that point. I was like, all right, good third period coming up here. Um, you know, let's get going. And, um, you know, I think this, you know, this could be, uh, you know, a goal that really lifts them up and they come out hard in the third period. And, you know, I, I thought, you know, Hey, this, this is what it can be. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. And, um, you know, they they come out in the third period, they're not able to get anything going, and, and Buffalo scores another one and makes it three one, um, and and there you go. But again, I I thought that Marshawn goal was going to provide a little bit more of a spark. Uh, it didn't, but uh, you know, wait, hey, what are you going to do? It's uh, it's an unfort an unfortunate situation, uh, an unfortunate game for the Bruins. You you really uh would have liked to see them take at least a point out of that one, but um. It is what it is. They're, they're going to have games that they're going to play like that. Um, obviously, you don't like to see it. Um, but it, it's, again, it, in all their losses, and we're, we're going to talk about it in, in the in the Arizona game on Saturday, um, when the Bruins play poorly, it's, you know, a, a lot of the same thing. It's, it's too many turnovers, um, you know, not being, uh, you know, being careless with the puck, being very lax defensively. Um, you know, it's not really, uh, something that, you know, you want to see this team doing it's, but again, yeah, it's a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the same theme, uh, themes that we've seen from this Bruins team when they do play poorly. And, and, oh, and that's exactly what you saw, um, in that game against Buffalo, um, a big storyline against in, in this one is Charlie McAvoy. Uh, he goes down in the third period, um, with an upper body injury. He didn't return to the game. Um, he also didn't play on Saturday against Arizona, and it looks like he's going to be out um, uh, against the Devils uh, Wednesday night. So um, not really something that uh, obviously you want to see if you're a Bruins fan. Uh, you know, McAvoy is the top D man on this team, and, um, you know, he really is a, a leader, um, you know, on that on not only on, on the blue line, but, um, you know, uh, in general on this team, he's, a, he, you know, he wears the A, he's a, he's a, he's an assistant captain here. Um, you know, he, he really leads, uh, he helps, uh, you know, a lot of offense come through the blue line. Um, you know, uh, you know, he and Lindholm and, you know, Grizzly to an extent, um, you know, when he's playing well, um, you know, really provide that. Um, so he's a horse on the power play as well. You see, they definitely miss him on the power play. Um, and the way he's able to, to move the puck, um, you know, from end to end. And, um, it's, it's going to be tough. You're hoping he's going to be back. Um, it doesn't seem like it's a head injury, which is good. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're hoping that McAvoy is able to, uh, to return in, in, uh, hopefully by the weekend. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's anything too, too serious from what the Bruins have said. So, um, that's good news. Um, you know, that it's not a head injury. 
Um, but uh, yeah, you're just hoping that uh, McAvoy is able to return sooner rather than later. Um, you know, cause he's a huge part of this, uh, of this Bruins team. So, um, you know, hopefully he's able to return and, you know, we can get things going, uh, get things going again. So, uh, again, just to wrap up this Sabres game, you know, not, not good. Um, you know, the Bruins continue to, uh, you know, they just pretty much played from behind from the puck drop. Um, and it's not something that you, uh, you really want to see from, from this Bruins team, uh, at all really, but especially in big division games, you know, like that against, against a team like Buffalo that, um, you know, that can certainly hurt you too. So, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's something that you don't want to see, but, um, it is what it is. And they took the loss at home, uh, uh, against Buffalo. Um, all Mark was really good again in this one, if it wasn't for him, uh, this could have been a, a lot worse um, of a game um, for the Bruins. I think it could have been way worse than three one. You know, he made a bunch of uh, a bunch of big saves uh, in this one. Uh, Thirty two saves um, in the loss. Um, so I thought he. I mean, uh, aside from from the loss, you know, I, I really think he. Um, you know, he he played well in this one and he kept the Bruins in it for for longer than they probably should have been in it. Um, but uh, you know, that's a big credit to Allmark and and what he was able to do, um, in this one, uh, moving on to Saturday, um, a little Saturday matinee. And we, we all know, um, you know, what the Bruins do, uh, during matinees, it has not, uh, always looked pretty, um, in matinee games. And it really didn't in this one. Uh, they, again, they, they started off slow. Arizona was out shooting them in that first period. Um, and it took them a while to get into this game. Um, I know Jack mentioned it a bunch of times, but it was, uh, you know, from Arizona coming from that West Coast time, it was technically an 11 a.m. start for them, um, you know, if you factor in the the time difference. So uh, the fact that they were able to they were able to be up for this game and, and they were ready to go from the jump, um, it, it's tough because if you're the Bruins, listen, you're at home um, against uh, a, a team in Arizona that had been playing well. Um you know, I, I know they're not a you know they're not a Stanley Cup contender uh, by any means, but they're a team that that has played well. You know, they they've got the big obviously the big thing was they had beaten um, they were on that streak where they had beaten the five previous Stanley Cup champions. Um, you know, they were on a hot streak. They were looking pretty good. Um, so it was something that listen, you want uh, you know you want to you want to be ready to go. Um, especially against a team like Arizona that's played well, you know, they're going to be coming. They're feeling good about their game. Um, and it's, and it's another big test for them. It's the president's trophy winners from last year. Um, you know, they, it's a, again, another measuring stick game for them. So, uh, you knew they were going to come out and they were going to push and they, and they certainly did. Um, but the Bruins were able to counter after with a, a big goal from pasta and then another goal from Charlie Coyle, um, you know, they, uh, they came out, they, they played, uh, you know, they, they passed out a huge game, um, but coil as well. He's continued his, his, his good play. Um, you know, so as they, they were, they go up to nothing, um, after one, after playing probably I'd say almost half the period, pretty sluggish. Um, they come out of it, uh, with a two, nothing lead. Um, and then Kevin Shattenkirk, um, of all players, uh, we, I think we all had Shattenkirk scoring, um, in this one, but, uh, no, I mean, it's good for him. Uh, you know, he had scored, uh, not that long, not that far before. I think, um, what do you get the goal in Tampa or Florida, um, on the dad's trip? 
and um, you know, he was able to uh, uh, to get a big one against um, you know against Arizona to put them up three nothing. So you're feeling good. The vibes are good. You're up three nothing against Arizona, right? Nothing can go wrong um, until Arizona comes back and you get goals from Clayton Keller and uh, Michael Carcone, um less than a minute apart. Um, you know, they make it three, two coyotes and it's the same exact thing. Like I mentioned, we were going to talk about, we talked about it in the Buffalo game. We were certainly going to talk about it again in the game against Arizona. It's a lot of the same things. It's, it's just the, the puck management is just, it, it's not up to snuff. It's not up to par when you're up three, nothing, you should not think, Hey, this team's going to. This team's going to get back in it. You've got to put teams away. And that's something that the Bruins have struggled with at times this year is just putting games away. You're up 3 nothing against Arizona. Put the game away. Put it away. Lock down. Continue to pressure. Place, you know, defensively. Lock it in. You know, there's no reason why a team should be coming back uh, the way that they did, you know, getting back in it. And they're going to do it again later on in this game too. But listen, 3 nothing. you shouldn't be worrying about that game. You should lock it in, continue to attack, continue to put pressure on them. Don't sit back and wait for them to, to attack. Put the pressure, continue to pressure them and, and, and and play sound defensively. Just play your game. Keep it simple. Continue to do what you were doing. And the Bruins didn't do that. And and you know Arizona comes in and they got some dogs on that team. They got Clayton Keller. He's a heck of a player. Uh, Carcone, another one. Michelli, another one that's going to end up uh, factoring in in this one. But you know they have some guys that can like. Don't think you know. Oh, it's because it's the Coyotes, you know, they're they're not going to be able to, you know, we're fine. No, like this is a team that can put the puck in the back of the net and they're not they're no slouch. Um so the fact that the Bruins just I, I don't know what it is. It's I feel like maybe it's a mental thing at this point where they're like they I I don't I don't know, but I mean it's something you definitely want to see cleaned up and and you want to see that 60 minute effort from them and that you haven't really seen in, in, in a little bit here, but um, yeah, they, they coyotes go, they make it three, two. Um, and then, you know, just, yeah, again, again, too many times uh, they, they've been allowing teams this season to get back into games. When you're up, you got to shut it down. John Taffer, shut it down, shut it down. We got to bring John Taffer into the locker room and, and uh, during these intermissions late in, or late in games on, on the bench, shut it down, shut it down. Um, Heinen gets us back into it. Snipes it third. Uh, sorry. He gives us four, two lead. Dan Heinen. I, I mean, Don Sweeney pat on the back to him. Um, going out and, 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 and signing Heinen to a PTO and then having the patience to obviously keep him around. But the patience not really to Don Sweeney. It's patience is more to Heinen and, and, and the patience that he had in, in, in staying here and, and knowing what he has um, with the Bruins, have, having been a Bruin, 
you know, a few years prior, um, he's played so well for this team. Um, you got to love what you've seen from, from Heinen. I mean, just an unbelievable, uh, year he's had. He looks so much better than the last time he was a Bruin, um, which is awesome for, for the Bruins really, because if you're get you're getting this guy at league men and, you know, he's playing the way he has, um, he's out producing Tyler Bertuzzi on the Leafs who got, just got a five, what a five million, five million and a half, whatever he's making in, in Toronto. Um, and he's out producing him, uh, right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, Dan Heinen, you got to give so much credit to him, not only for the patience, but, um, being able to, to bet on himself knowing, listen, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to, ha- uh, you know, wait this out, get the, I know I'm getting a contract because, you know, the, the Bruins didn't just bring him in for nothing. You know, he played well and he earned his deal. And I think he knew like, listen, just wait it out. I'm going to have a spot on this team. Um, you know, and he did. Um, so I, I think, you know, he, he, I not, I think I know he's played well. I mean, you see it, um, you know, you see it firsthand on the ice. He's played, he's played, a, he's had a hell of a season, um, you know, playing tremendously well for this team. Um, and if you're Don Sweeney, you're giving yourself a pat on the back because my God, you got a gem. And the fact that he's making league minimum is unbelievable. So credit to Don Sweeney, credit to Danton Heinen though, as well. Um, just having a heck of a season for the Bruins. Um, and you got to love what you see, uh, from him, but, um, he gives the Bruins a big four, two lead. The coyotes then come back and make it four, three again, getting themselves back into it. So my asshole was clenched watching this game tight. Um, but, uh, all was good when, uh, Pasternak scored, um, to ice the game five, three. Um, he had a massive night in this one, three point night. Um, he's just continuing his dominance. Um, another heck of a, a heck of a season we've seen um, from Pasternak. He's just uh, continuing to show how big of a superstar in this league he is. He's an absolute gem, um, and the Bruins are, are are very very fortunate to have him around um, for the foreseeable future, um, for a long for the long term future. Um, the Bruins have played in twenty six games this year. Pasternak has thirteen. Multi-point games, um, just unbelievable what he's been able to do this year. And I know a lot of people thought, you know, once Bergeron re- once Bergeron retired, you know, what are we going to see from Pasta? You don't really have that true number one that you did with Bergeron now. Um, you know, now you have uh, uh, you know Zaka, and and you also have uh, Charlie Coyle, but um, you know the. They've played very, very well. Credit to those two guys. Um, but Pasternak's picked up right where he's left off um, last year, playing unbelievably in 13 multi-point games in 26, 13 multi-point games um, in the first 26 games of the season. I mean, you can't beat that. So credit to Pasternak, just an unbelievable uh, season he's he's been putting on. And um, he, he's going to be right up there for the heart, let me tell you, at the end of the year. Uh, right, he's going to be right up there for MVP. Um, so big shout out to uh, Pasternak and in the way he's played this year, he's been unbelievable. Um, 
the Paul Zaka injury um, in this one, he went down early in this one. Um, he didn't come. He he didn't uh, he didn't come back to play. Um, doesn't look like he'll be playing in. Uh, you know, doesn't look like he'll be playing uh, in the game against New Jersey. We'll see about the weekend. Um, you know, hopefully he's able to come back soon um, as well because you really don't want to. Uh, you know, you don't want to leave him. Uh, you know, you you, you don't want to to be without his services because uh, along with Charlie Coyle, he's been, um, you know, very, very good, um, you know, uh, filling that center role. So um, hopefully Zaka is able to come back. Uh, hopefully it's not anything too serious. Um, so I hope to see him back in the lineup soon because uh, the Bruins are better with him in the lineup than without for sure. Um so those are the two games we've had since the last episode. Um, as I mentioned, the Bruins have a couple of bit, have a few big games against uh, the Devils, the Islanders, and then the Rangers on Saturday night. Um, Jesper Boquist has been called up from Providence to help out with the Zaka injury, as well as Mason Lowry, um, who played in the game against Arizona for Charlie McAvoy. You're hoping to get McAvoy and Zaka back maybe by the weekend. We'll see. Um but uh, yeah, a few big games here for the Bruins, all Eastern Conference uh, opponents. So that's uh, very big. Um, and yeah, well, we'll lastly, we'll just uh, see what we have for lines uh, at practice uh, on Tuesday. Um, I know Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic tweeted them out. So let's see what we have. Um, so this is what we have according to Fluto. Um, from earlier on Tuesday morning at practice, the lines uh, go as this. They go DeBrusque, Geeky, and Pasta, Marshawn, Coyle, and Frederick, JVR, Patra, and Heinen, um, and then finishing it up with Lauko, Beecher, and Steen, and then Jesper Boquist, the extra forward. On defense, it's Lindholm and Mitchell, um, along with Grizzlick and Carlo, and then Lowry and Shattenkirk as the third pair. Um Interesting lines, um, not too interesting. I, I think it's oh, you know the Laco Beecher Steen line is has been a good fourth line. Um, the one I would have, the one that is interesting is Debrus Geeky and Pasta. Um, I would have liked to see Patra up there with them, or you know Coil, and then have Patra with Marshawn and Frederick. Um, I'd like to see Patra. See, this is one thing I'd like to see from him is that I want to see. Patra up with guys who can really play. Um, I'm not saying that JVR and, and the others can't play, but I want to see him up with guys that are highly offensive, offensively skilled, like Marshawn, like a DeBrusque, like a Pasta. Um, I want to see him with guys. That, I want to see him with their top forwards um, because I think if you put him up, like like you saw when he was with he when Marshawn and Heinen, you can see him really well out. I mean, you, you can see his, you know, he's got a really good knack for the offensive zone. Um, he's solid defensively, but you can see when he's in the offensive zone and he's with guys like Marshawn, um, like Heinen, even if you had him with a pasta or a DeBrusque, things happen. You can tell he's comfortable in those situations. So that's why I, I, I would really, really like to see him in a top six center role. Um, you know, especially with Zaka out, take advantage 
of the opportunity. I mean, you know, obviously you love, you want Zaka to come back. That's priority one. But with this injury, use this as an opportunity to see what you have with Patra in a top six role, because maybe down the line, you want to use him in that situation. And, you know, if you don't really get him comfortable, who knows what's going to happen? You you want to, I, I I think if you're Montgomery, I, I in just me as a fan in general, I, I'd like to see Patra up in the lineup, you know, um, have him up in the lineup. That's what I want to see. That's what I want. You know, because I think that's where you're going to get the full effect of Matt Patra, right? Um, is when he's able to play with highly, with you know, higher offensive skilled guys. I think that's going to bring in the best of him. So that's, I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see him in that situation. And I think if Montgomery puts him in that situation, I think, you know, it, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for him. It's going to be good for the Bruins. And, you know, I, I think it's, you're, you're going to really see, the full effect of Matt Potra. So that's what I want to see. Um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, in New Jersey and then maybe in the weekend things change. But um, again, hoping uh, McAvoy and Zaka are, are back soon um, because the Bruins definitely do need him, do need both of them. Um, I think that's about it for this week. Episode 10. Thank you guys again for listening. Don't, uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we, uh, uh, follow the podcast on uh, on Twitter at Dump and Change Pod. Uh, you can listen on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Tell your friends. Dump and Change Podcast, Episode Ten. Let's go, bees, baby, go bees.